0: what's going on everybody we are here today after the potters have officially been eliminated from the playoffs it is october 1st i definitely thought that the potters would be clinching a week or two before october 1st but here we are on october 1st and they've officially been eliminated um in favor of the marlins and i believe it's going to be the diamondbacks i'm not sure if they've officially clinched or not but i believe it's supposed to be the marlins in the fifth seed diamondbacks in the sixth seed and today that could change i believe um, I'm not, I haven't really been keeping up with these whole playoff scenarios other than the Padres ones. So, um, as we know, it's unfortunate that the Padres have officially been eliminated. Some things you've heard is that, you know, Melvin and AJ Preller will remain for the 2024 season. Other things you've heard is that they're going to part ways. Um, honestly, you know, we have voiced our opinions on who we would rather have. We would definitely rather have Bob Melvin um, because he has a track record of winning and, He's a three-time manager of the year, and I can't imagine if there was an award for GM of the year, whatever it is. I can't imagine A.J. Preller would have won it, so um, definitely in favor. I'll always be in favor of uh, Bob Melvin over A.J. Preller, but realistically, we could see both gone. We could see it's more likely that Bob Melvin's gone than A.J. Preller, I would say, which sucks. I think Bob Melvin's a top-five manager in baseball, and... I don't think he got a fair shake. Has he made some bad bullpen decisions? Decisions, Yes, of course, but this is a guy that just led us to the NLCS the year before where he had Fernando Tatis Jr. go down, but either either way he still ended up having us go to the NLDS despite one of the best players in baseball not being available all season. So like I said, I'll always be in favor of, of Mel over A.J. Preller but unfortunately i could see bow being out the door rather than aj april so we'll see how that all goes it's it's a long off season um i mean last game last last game of the year is today so if you want to watch that go for it i'll be watching football because i don't want to watch meaningless baseball i didn't expect to be watching meaningless baseball on october 1st so um yeah man i mean realistically i thought yesterday was gonna be the game where it was like oh shoot they're going up against mike clevenger but they're still in playoff contention and i thought it was gonna be in typical padres fashion the potters would lose but they kind of crushed them so um that was a good game as well it was six to one uh juan soto put up put up some rbis uh jerks and profile hit a basis clearing double so they were able to capitalize with guys in scoring position guys on base yesterday and, and i mean they've been playing great baseball i think in the month of september they they're the best team in baseball in the month of September I believe. They have uh, like a 17 and 7 record, something like that. Um they've been unbelievable. So, unfortunately, it came too late. It came at a time where they were basically almost out of contention already. So, we'll see how, how it goes uh during the offseason, man. They got some moves to make. They need to fill out the starting rotation. Uh, I don't really know if they need another bullpen arm, but they might need another bullpen arm. They need a DH. They need maybe a center fielder. They need a few things. They need a few things. And I think it's going to be more of a, all right, let's find some cheap names that that can fill these spots, that can produce. And we'll just hope from bounce backs from all of Manny, Xander, and Fernando. I think the dumbest thing they could do is trade Soto. I know we heard some rumors about Juan Soto being traded and that the Mets are going to be key contenders for Juan Soto. I don't see it. I know Jeff Passan, he's a he's a great source. He's arguably the best source in baseball, but truly, I don't I don't see the Padres trading Juan Soto in a year that they are still going to try and contend. You know, you didn't trade for him just to to give up, you know. In 2023, you traded for him to see how it goes in 2023 and 2024 to try and win a World Series in both of those years didn't work out this year, but you have to try again next year. If you trade him for guys that don't contribute next year you're just wasting another year and with a high payroll i mean it doesn't make sense to trade juan soto in my opinion and i know that one of the main arguments for for the padres is hey they're trying to cut payroll and okay so then you would see juan soto being traded makes sense but if you want to win if you want to win right now it doesn't make a lot of sense to, to trade juan soto and i see some questions in the comments um since the, since the giants fired gabe kapler do you think Bowmel will take the giants job if he gets fired 100 he's from the bay uh, i believe he played for the giants um that's his job man and and i think he would do amazing at filling the that that role um he has a bunch of guys that that it, it kind of reminds me of the a's there's like not a lot of superstars but if he plays the matchups correctly he can get a lot out of that team and if he gets some more pitchers if he gets some more pitchers, I think he can get a lot out of that team. Um, I think I think he's a perfect hire if if we let go of Bob Melvin or if, or if he, he decides to walk. Um, yeah, I could definitely see him going to the Giants, and that would be a horrible, horrible, horrible thing, man. We This is why I don't want to let go of Bob Melvin. Any team in the baseball outside of the teams that have good managers, any team that's searching for a manager would immediately pounce on the opportunity to have Bob Melvin. So it doesn't make a lot of sense to get rid of him because, I mean, if he's that desirable by other teams, you shouldn't really let him go. Uh, another question that I saw was, do you see them cutting payroll as what, was, as what AC reported? Um, this is kind of a question that I've been debating on the, ever since I saw that report because AC has been wrong almost all the time, I would say. AC reported that the Potters had $25 million to spend last year. They spent it all on one player and ended up getting more. Uh, so I don't really see them cutting payroll by that much. I think they go down in payroll, but I don't think they go down to $200 million. Um Mainly because Manny's already – he he's only 12 and a half next year, but – if you want to keep Soto, I think you have to be over 200 million. So, no, I don't really see them cutting payroll in 2024. I think it's more likely in 2025 if they don't bring back Soto. Um, but I think they have too many holes to fill to only be at 200 million. So, they're going to have to find a way to. I, I think like 225, 230 is pretty realistic. Um, I don't know, man. It, it's pretty disappointing to hear that they want to cut payroll when there's guys. Uh, You have Juan Soto, you have Xander Bogarts, you have guys that you could win a World Series right now, and it's not the time yet. I don't think it's the time yet to go out there and and cut payroll by a significant margin. Um, I don't know. I think going down is realistic, but not by that much. What are your thoughts about Josh Hader refusing to pitch four outs? We We. I mean – yeah we we so if you hadn't watched our hater episode yet go ahead and check it out i thought it was a great episode we talked a lot about how haters unwillingness to pitch four outs might have cost us about three four games up to this point. Three four games that might help us be in contention right now or have a spot in the playoffs right now um might have even cost us more who knows but yeah i think josh hater's unwillingness to pitch more than three outs is is uh has been detrimental to this team and and the stats are fantastic man the stats the era the whip um all of that is fantastic but one thing that you see that really sticks out is the innings pitched you can't pay edwin diaz money to a guy that pitches less than 60 innings this is a recurring thing he's pitched less than 60 innings pretty much his whole career he doesn't pitch 60 innings and it's really frustrating because this is a new organization it's a new organization you don't have to worry about going to arbitration arbitration they, the Padres paid him a little more than what he was supposed to make in arbitration. They treated him right, and he still wasn't willing to do it. So that, I don't know, man, that, that tells me a lot about Josh Hader, and I think he's a great player, I think he's a great person, but that right there told me a lot about Josh Hader, and I understand it, you're in a contract year, you want to go get some big money, you don't want to risk maybe hurting your arm or whatever it is, but... It was really disappointing throughout the whole season to know that, oh, man, like this guy's up, runners are on base. We could use Josh Hader right now. And I forgot what it was. I think it was on Instagram or on, on Twitter, whatever it was. He commented under somebody's comment and said, like, I didn't know that I was supposed to make the, the call of the bullpen. The bullpen phone never rang. Well, the bullpen phone never rang because everybody knows you wouldn't say yes to coming in anyway. So what's the point of calling you in? Um, yeah, so it, it's very frustrating to know that you know your best one of your best guys, your best bullpen arm isn't willing to do what it takes to help you win that game. Only reason I would trade Soto is for Dominguez for New York and tons of other prospects will so they ever pay. And I'm sorry, I'm just not the guy to trade. I'm not the kind of guy to trade a superstar for prospects. I would like to know one trade that ended up working out where it was superstars for prospects, and one of those prospects ended up being a superstar. Look at the Potter's trade. C.J. Abrams is okay. Mackenzie Gore is meh. James Wood meh. I know a lot of people are gonna say, "Wow, James, you just said James Wood is meh." Yeah, bro. I mean, yeah, his Twitter his Twitter highlights look fantastic, but if I remember, the stats aren't amazing. Uh, his average isn't amazing, at least, but. Maybe his power is fantastic. Don't get me wrong. He's got amazing all sides of the field. He's an amazing athlete for his size. But overall, I mean, I think the Padres win that trade by a landslide because Juan Soto just put up a thirty-five home run season with like a nine thirty OPS. That's what you traded for. I don't understand trading that away when that's what exactly what you traded for. Um yeah, I I'm all in favor of keeping Juan Soto. Nothing against, you know, wanting prospects for him or anything, but I'm just not the kind of person that says let's trade a superstar for prospects because we're not in a position to re-sign him or whatever it is. That's just not me. I think they will have one more big contract if they don't get Ot- Otani, they'll extend Soto. Um, that makes a lot of sense. I think that's in the realm of possibilities as well. Um, preferably Soto. I know, you know, I everyone loves Otani. Otani is better for business. He's the best player in baseball, but he can't pitch for us next year and next year might be our last chance at a world series. So for, for the foreseeable future, at least. Um, So I don't know. I'd rather have the shirt thing. Waka Martinez, Lugo, Snell, and hater walking already drops payroll about 60 million. Bad news is Soto and others are due raises and arbitration. Yeah. um, You don't know, you know, we don't know what the Padres are going to do about Michael Waka. He finished this year with a three, two, two ERA. He looked good. Really good for a long period of the season. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with Michael Waka. He's he pitched fantastic this year. Um, he was definitely a valuable a valuable guy in the rotation where when you saw him come in, you could almost say like we have a good chance to win. Um, Martinez, I'm not sure what's going to happen with him. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a option, but not the 16 million dollar option. I'm pretty sure he's going to have to opt in. Um, Lugo, I'm not sure. Snell's gone. Haters is as good as gone. So, yeah, man, these are guys that we're going to have to try and fill the role their roles. Um, Should the Padres try to trade Grisham? Yeah, they should. Um, Try and get something for him right now while you can. You know, hype up that he's a gold glover. Whatever it is, do what you got to do. Um, he's just not good enough to be in the lineup. And I thought this season, like, Trent Grisham's not a good bat. But since there's multiple other guys that can pick up the slack for him, it'll be okay. Well, the Potter showed they're not one of the best lineups in baseball. We don't know if they're for sure going to be one of the best lineups in baseball next year. So we need to try and get good bats everywhere on the field. Even if it you know means a downgrade in defense, we need good bats from one through nine. <clears throat> Kevin AC last year said that the Potters only had $20 million to spend and they went and signed. Exactly. That's what I'm saying, Irie, is that you know Kevin A.C.'s been wrong before, and I don't doubt he'll be wrong again. Will they trade Cronenworth? Uh, no. I don't think they will. Not because they don't want to, but probably because they can't. Um I think he's going to be like 30, 31, shit, maybe even 32. And the Padres, I don't think it's possible that they're going to be able to trade um, a guy like that. Not because he's the best player in the world, but I think they need to try and find a way to get him back to second base or do whatever it takes to get him out of first base because it's not he's not a first baseman. He's not a first baseman. He can't hit for he can't hit more than 20 home runs. Garrett Cooper can't either. I don't I I don't want Garrett Cooper back. I'm probably one of the few that don't want Garrett Cooper back. Um his 160 game pace is like 22. I don't know. I think we can get more bombs from a first baseman somewhere else. So uh yeah, I think it's more realistic that um, they keep Cronenworth, and I hope they don't try and plug him in at first base. Walker needs to take the player option in his contract, considering how similar his season last year was to this year, and that makes a ton of sense. Um, it's weird because it kind of took him a long time to sign last year, um, especially considering how good of a, a season he had the year before with the Red Sox. Um, but we'll see what he does, man. I mean, he's a, he was a valuable piece of the rotation this year. Unfortunately, you know we don't know what's going to happen with Bob Melvin. We don't know what's going to happen with Ruben Niebla. So, um, hopefully, Nie- Nie- Niebla stays because he's he's a valuable piece to to what the Padres are trying to do for sure. I hope we keep Martinez. He's the opposite of Hater. He can start multiple innings, and, and that's something I really like about Martinez. Is that hey, if you need somebody to eat some innings for you in a game where you're getting destroyed, he's coming in. He's willing to come in. You need somebody to be your setup man. He'll come in. You need somebody to close the game. He'll come in. He'll come in in any situation. That's that's a player that's selfless. That's a player that's willing to do whatever it takes to win. And you saw that last year in the playoffs. Last year too, man. He was fantastic. He came in in any inning. He was he was ready to go at all times. He was fantastic, and he's still fantastic. And I he had a rough patch this season, but he picked it up. Hunter Renfro this off season? I don't know, man. I mean. Matt, Chase, and I are going to have to do a lot of, a lot of, um, we always do this at the end of the season. We kind of put in a lot of time, a lot of research to talk about who we think is going to be a best ad for the Padres, whether it be through trade or through free agency. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll take a look at some names and we'll discuss, and we'll have probably a few episodes on these guys that, that we think would benefit the Padres, but uh, right now, I can't give you a ballpark estimate of who of who we think could be Padres. Would you offer Snell a contract? What's the highest you would go? I would go five for one twenty-five. That's the highest I would go. Five for one twenty-five. But the thing is with 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 Blake Snell is that are you going to get the Blake Snell that just had a two? What was it? It was under a two-five ERA best ERA in baseball, best pitcher in baseball. Are you going to get that Blake Snell, or are you going to get the Blake Snell that starts off slow and then turns into this Blake Snell later in the season? I mean, it's a realistic question because outside of this year and the year that he won his other Cy Young, yeah, other Cy Young, as in he's definitely going to win it this year. If he doesn't, it's rigged. Um, Those are the only years that he went out there and balled all year. So, Yeah. If, if we can get that Blake Snell, man, happily, I'll, shit, throw a blank check at him, whatever it is. But I can't guarantee that we'll get that Blake Snell, this Blake Snell. So that's why I think he's not going to be a Padre, because you just got the best year possible out of him. You're not getting this again. You can't sign him to expect to get this again. It's not like Clayton Kershaw. You extended Clayton Kershaw knowing, you extended a guy like Clayton Kershaw to know that you're getting that again. I don't think that's the case with Blake Snell. Uh, I see a lot of people talking about CJ Crone. I'll be one of the guys to say I don't want CJ Krohn. Um, Maybe I'm part of the minority, but we could talk about that. Like I said, you know, this is just off the top of my head. I haven't done any research on stats yet or if I think he could bounce back or anything like that. So we'll talk about CJ Crone soon um anyone else glad that they rock Clev yesterday absolutely um it was the best thing in the world i i can't use explicit explicit language right now i don't know if my little brother is watching or not but um yeah i don't i don't, I don't i'm happy that they rock club yesterday Snell needs one-year contracts for him to perform yeah that that was the case this year um would you guys do a montage video of bad quotes said from multiple padres it's funny you say that. You probably watched one of the other videos that we. Oh, it was the Josh Hader video. Um, one of the main things that was said was that if there was an award for um, dumbest quotes of the season, I have a hard time believing the potters would not have won that award. They would have won it by a landslide because they have said some outlandish things, man. Annie to Hader. Soto said something crazy at one point. It's really hard to believe that these guys, I don't know, man. It was crazy, some of the things they said. It, it definitely shocked me, especially the last one from Hater. Um That's the type of comment where I think should lose you money in free agency. Gary Sanchez at first base. I mean, you need somebody that could hit for power at first base. It can't be Jake Cronenworth again. That experiment didn't work this year. Not reasonable. it we have no reason to believe that it'll work next year. So let's not even try. Let's plug him in somewhere else. Um, Yeah, but I want to bring Gary Sanchez back. I think he was a very valuable piece of what this Padres offense and what this Padres team is trying to do. He was very valuable to the pitching staff. Um, I want him back for sure. We always figure out pitching if AJ keeps his job. He usually finds arms on the downloads, filling these offensive holes that I'm concerned about. You know what, Irie? You got a good point there, man. I didn't think about that. Um, AJ does do a good job of being able to find guys that can fill rotation spots or fill um, bullpen spots, and that's something that maybe has been underappreciated by Padres fans lately, especially considering the fact that, you know, Cosmer has been signed, Xander Bogart has been signed. So I think the main concern has been, why is this guy signing guys that aren't producing? Why are they getting big money when they aren't producing? And... I didn't think about the other side of it where he's been able to find guys that, that can go out there and produce. So that's a good point. Um, I'm still not in favor of keeping him, but if he is kept by the, by the Padres, it, at least there's a bright side. Um, been watching y'all since the Josh Hader video before the 2021 season, three season in, and always enjoyed the content. Thank you so much, man. I mean, we want to do more for sure. It's just our schedules are really busy for for you know majority of the year and um it can be hard to try and push out as much content as we possibly can or you know one of the things that we wanted to do is like do like a premium subscription where we you know it's it's a small amount of money but there's like crazy content but we just don't have the time to make that type of content right now but hopefully in the future we can go ahead and do that um what prospects do we want to come up and get a shot next year? Jackson Merrill is going to be the first guy that comes to mind. I definitely think he has a shot to, to crack the roster. Um, other than that, though, I can't really think of any guys off the top of my head. If you guys have. Oh, shit. Sorry. It's early. It's early. Kind of. Um, Yeah, if you guys have anyone in mind in terms of prospects, goes, let me know. Where do you think Otani goes? Great question. At first, I thought it was for sure going to be the Dodgers. Now I'm not entirely sure. Um, I still think the overwhelming favorite is the Dodgers. I think they're gonna say, "Hey, we're willing to, you know, miss out on your pitching for a year, year and a half, so that way we can get your bat in the lineup and have have the three of Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, and Shohei Otani at the top of your lineup." That's that's the worst thing that could ever happen for us. So we gotta hope and pray to God that he goes somewhere else. Um, did you like Campy this year just by missing too much? Yeah, man. I mean, Campy was amazing. We have a whole video on Campy if you haven't checked that out. But this is a guy that the pockets were going to give up on for whatever reason. Um, Yeah, they were going to give up on him. So I'm very glad they didn't, like, end up trading him because they were definitely trying to trade him. Um, Yeah, it's good that we were able to keep him around because he's a, he's a good bat. And I do. Sorry, he's a good bat. And um, I'm happy that he's going to be in the lineup. I think he should be our primary catcher next year. Get him as many at-bats as possible. Thoughts on the Giants firing Gabe Kapler? If you look at it from a prior record standpoint, he deserved it. Um, Think about it. With the Phillies. Pretty sure it was him with the Phillies. Mediocre. Nothing Nothing but mid, bro. I mean, he wasn't that good. Comes to the Giants. 2020, they missed the playoffs by, like, a game or two. Keep in mind, that was an 18 playoff. Uh, eight teams made the playoffs that year, and he still wasn't able to get in in a short season. 2021, they have damn near a Cinderella story. They go, oh, wins. They take the West from the Dodgers, end up losing by a run or two in the final game against the Dodgers in the NLDS. The following season, they fall off. It was expected. Don't get me wrong. It was expected. But they fell off to a mid-team again this year. They started off pretty damn good. This year, it looked like they had playoff team written all over them. And they have a second-half collapse that second half collapse is damn near similar to what happened to the Padres. And that got Jace Tingler fired. Jace Tingler was way worse than Gabe Kapler, by the way. But I mean, you know, when you look at it from a record standpoint, he deserved it. He deserved it. And um, sorry, I'm, I'm looking at some fans. Um, he deserved it. And for anyone who thinks he doesn't deserve it, that could also be the case. The Giants have given them scrubs. They've tried to make them, you know, say they tried to do this whole thing where, hey, let's get you the best analytics possible and and um, try and play matchups. It didn't work this year. Didn't work last year. It only worked in 2020. That's the thing is, it can only work for so long. So when you don't have guys that can go out there and play, I mean, you're giving them Michael Conforto. Brandon Bell, I think, is still there, bro. That's the thing is, I can't really even name who's still there and who's not there, because they're not giving him much to work with. The pitch, dude. The, the, they had he had two pitchers. He had two pitchers, bro. Literally just Logan Webb and Alex Cobb, I think it was. I'm not entirely sure who the other pitcher was, but he had two pitchers at the end of the season. It's this is literally yes, you're right. Brandon Bell is in Toronto. Um, damn, I forgot who's on that team. I know, obviously, Jock is on that team. Conforto is on that team. Yeah, Stremsky's on that team. Uh, Wilmer Flores. Crawford was hurt for a good majority. Not a good majority, but Crawford was hurt. Um, and he also isn't good anymore. Um, yeah, they're giving him a bunch of scraps, man. It's not a good team to work with. So it's no wonder that, you know, he's 500 every year other than the one year that they went crazy. It's no wonder that he doesn't have a fair chance to win. It's no wonder that they go maybe 82 wins. It's no wonder they were eliminated a few days ago. So um, I kind of think it was just a let's find someone to blame because we got to find somebody, and it shouldn't be Zadie. When it really should. Why, to this point, you, this, it's been like two or three years in a row you've tried to sign a superstar. Why does nobody want to go there? It's San Francisco it's a beautiful city decent weather beautiful ballpark sick jerseys you could be the face of a franchise and they still haven't been able to get a big name there so I don't know something about it that tells me it, it shouldn't have been Kapler it should have been Zadie um, let's see let's see what else dots on the Cubs and Mar and Mariners collapse uh, I wouldn't necessarily say the Mariners had a collapse. I think they had a bad season, had one month where they were really, really good, and went back to being bad again. Um, But it could be a collapse in the sense that they were going to make the playoffs and then they choked it away. I don't think too much of it. Uh, Luis Castillo had arguably his worst start in the worst spot. I think they'll be good again next year. Cubs... I didn't expect them to make the playoffs. I don't think they have a good team. I don't think they should have a better record than us. Um, Bellinger had a good year. Some of these other guys had some good years, but just, I mean, Justin Steele had a great year. But they should not be. I don't. I didn't think they were making playoffs in the first. Maybe in the video that we did about who we thought was going to make the playoffs at the end of the season, I might have said the Cubs. But from start to finish, I kind of doubted it. The biggest name I see us in on is Cody Bellinger because let's face it, that dude can play center field for his base and and left handed DH. Those are points that the parties will be in on him. I sure hope that contract's not fat then because we can't afford for Cody Bellinger to come in and get a fat contract and then go back to being what he was at the end of his Dodgers tenure. However, I would love Cody Bellinger. I think he's a great player. I think he's got a great glove. I think he fits what the Padres need. I think if he can hit thirty bombs, twenty-five plus bombs, you got a very valuable asset. Because, I mean, let's face it, man. Machado hitting thirty, but only have but having an hundred eighty and eight hundred OPS doesn't cut it. Fernando hitting twenty five, whatever it is, it's not enough. Like we need more, and that's the common theme with some of these. Man, is that the reason they win is because they have guys going up there and hitting nukes all the damn time. Look at the Braves, bro. They can be down by five and back in it by the seventh inning because they got guys that can just hit nukes. Um. So yeah, man, I mean, I, I want guys that can slug. Giants are a bunch of generic looking limited talent overachieving players dependent on analytics 100%. And that is why Gabe Kepler might have gotten the benefit of the doubt I and mean, maybe he shouldn't have been fired because it's just a bunch of guys, man. They're just all guys. They're nothing special. I don't know how he's expected to produce with that. Um, San Fran hasn't produced top end position players since Posey era. Yep, that's true. Do you think we should move Soto? Talked about it a little earlier. No, I don't think we should move Soto. Um, I don't think we need to pay Snell. I don't think we need to pay Gary. I understand wanting to pay Kim. But I don't think we need to pay those guys. I think you don't pay Snell and Gary to get rid of Soto. You don't pay two guys that, you know, Blake Snell historically hasn't been a two five and under a two five ERA guy. Gary has been bad for most of his career other than this year. You pay the guy that's a superstar. You keep him around. You don't keep the other guys that are too risky around. Does, I mean, bad contracts got us here in the first place. So. I don't think Soto would be a bad contract. Boris is getting Bellinger eight for 200. That makes, that sounds about right. I don't know how old Bellinger is, but maybe a little less. I could definitely see 25 mil being the AAV, though. So that's a good ballpark estimate. Cubs chose not to sell Bellinger, missed the playoffs, and were now losing for a draft pick. Oh, man, I know. That was a horrible, horrible decision. They really, they had it in the bag, man, until they lost like what, 11 of their last 15? Horrible. Anyways, enough of the Padres talk. They play today. Um, let's see what happens. Isaac, don't need to pay Snell or Hader. What is your biggest wish this offseason? Management, free agency, trade. Um, as far as management goes, I don't, I don't know if I really want AJ Preller in in the position that he's in right now. But as far as the other two go, um, I can't really give you a a S, like a you know a good guess of what I want right now or a good you know, opinion of what I want right now. I haven't done enough research yet up to this point to decide who I want right now. Um, Usually early in the offseason or after the World Series, we start talking about, hey, who are some guys that we can look to trade for? Who are some guys that we can look to sign? Who are some bounce back guys that we can look to sign? Who are some under the radar guys that we can look to sign? We do that every year. So, you know, sometime in the next month or two, you'll get a video on who we think is going to be the best addition for the Padres. but I think a Soto extension would be great. He deserves it, man. I mean, he he people think that because he doesn't play the best defense because he walks a lot, he doesn't deserve to be paid. I'm sorry, but 35 home runs and a 9 over a 900 OPS, damn near a 950 OPS. Go ahead and get your payday. NFL, yeah, we got about 13 what is it, 12 minutes, so we can talk about NFL real quick. Um, Chargers play the Raiders today, obviously, as you guys know, they're my favorite team. Um, no Jimmy G, but as far as the Potter side goes, it's a little tougher for them as well. There's going to be no Derwin James, no Joey Bosa. Mike Williams got hurt last week. Um, Eckler was deemed doubtful, but there's a few signs that he might play today. So, um, let's, if you have Eckler in fantasy, keep your eye out for Austin Eckler, um, Don't really know for sure if he'll play, but uh, it's still a possibility considering he hasn't been ruled out yet. So that's a good thing. Um, Chargers Raiders games, you know, they're always really close, no matter how bad the Raiders are, no matter how bad the Chargers are. They're always really close games. They're always really fun to watch. So um, Aiden O'Connell's making his NFL debut. Usually when the Chargers face a guy making their NFL debut, they go ahead and lose in the last second. Um, So, I mean, tune into the game, man. Chargers games are always fun. If you hate them, if you love them, they're always fun. So tune in for sure. I don't exactly remember who the 49ers play. Matt and Chase's favorite team is the 49ers. Um, I would like for if someone could tell me, but I'm going to try checking right now. The worst 0-3 team? We'll see today. We'll see today because it's not the Vikings. It's really not the Vikings. The Vikings have, I mean, they were in the game last year. 49ers Cardinals. There we go. Thank you. Um, 49ers are going to destroy them, I think. But as far as worst 0-3 team, I'm going to have to go with either the Bears or the Broncos. The loser of today's Bears-Broncos game is the worst NFL team. So, I don't know. I think, realistically, the Broncos are in a position where they're not looking to contend in the playoffs anymore. They're not good. They have a pretty bad defense. Russell Wilson, honestly, I feel like he's getting some blame for, for, for what's going on this year. Russell Wilson hasn't even been that bad, stats-wise. I haven't been watching the game, so maybe, you know, the eye test, he doesn't pass. But as far as statistics go, he hasn't been that bad. Um but yeah, if the Broncos lose today, man, they're they're not going to be looking for the playoffs. They're definitely going to be looking to maybe have the first overall pick and saying this Russell Wilson trade is the worst trade of all time. It cost us multiple draft picks. It cost us players. It cost us everything. And it cost us a fat contract. It might be the worst trade ever. Let's go get Caleb Williams. I think it's a real possibility. Same thing with the Bears. Justin Fields is a gigantic bust. He can't throw for his life. He's a he's not a quarterback anymore. Really shocking considering how amazing of a passer he was at, at OSU, at Ohio State. He was fantastic. But you just see a totally different quarterback right now, man. It's, it's not even the same. The drop back is completely different. The mechanics are different. The swag is gone. The confidence is gone. This is not the Justin Fields that they drafted. So if the Bears have the first overall pick and I'm Caleb Williams, I'm not I'm not getting drafted. I'm staying in school. What the hell are you gonna go to the Bears for? The Bears historically ruin quarterbacks. It's a known thing. Don't go to the Bears. Don't play for the Bears if you're a quarterback. and Realistically, if you're in any position, try your best to not play for the Bears. Um, you can only do that if you're a first-round pick, though. Best 3-0 team. Let me see who's 3-0. Um, off the top of my head, it's probably the Niners. The Niners are, are amazing. Um, they're putting up 20 points. Four plus points every week. They got an amazing defense, great run game. And that's the thing, man, is that the run game is going to be able to take you into October, November, December in the colder months when teams are known to run the ball more. So I would say the Niners next. I mean, I still think the Chiefs are the best team in the NFL. I can't be the only one. I mean, that defense is arguably the best defense Mahomes has ever had on the other side of the football. The weapons aren't that great, but he won with those same damn near those same exact weapons last year. So it's a great, it's a great team, man. I think I still think they're the best team in football. Um, but with that being said, I don't really have much else to say. If you have fantasy questions, go ahead and get them in right now. But um I don't have much else to say. I hope that the Chargers win. But the Padres being eliminated definitely kind of kind of um it hurts because last year, our best, our best content came when the potters were winning in the playoffs. I don't think anyone would disagree with me that, you know, coming on Friar talk and having the type of fun that, that we had after those playoff series against the Dodgers and the field and not the Phillies, definitely not the Phillies, the Dodgers and the Mets, um, ton of fun. And it's really unfortunate that we don't get those, those this year, but, um, Hopefully we get them next year. Anyway, uh, thank you guys for tuning in today. I really appreciate it. Um, We're going to have some more videos out this week. I don't know what we're going to be talking about. We'll probably be talking about the playoffs in general, who we think has a good chance to win it. Um, What do I think will happen on Monday meeting? Who knows, man? I think it's very realistic that we don't have Bob Melvin on on Tuesday, though. Um, But, again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. We'll push out some more content this week if we can. Um, if you root for anyone, but the Raiders, I hope your favorite team wins today. Um, but have a great rest of your Sunday and we'll talk to you guys soon.